This is the Women in Revival podcast. Today, we're starting a series called Sisters Gone Wild. Our topic for today is Sisters and Famine. In 2 Kings chapter 6, we see two ladies living in the same house. The time that they were in was a time of famine. They were in a time when nobody had food, which even brought one of these women to do the most devastating thing a mother could do to their child, killing their child and eating it. This is the situation that they were in. This woman was so hungry that she was able to say, I will eat my child because my child is less important than me. I am very important. The child is nothing. In our days, this is the way our situation is. The church is in famine while lives are in famine. The world is in famine of godly young women, godly old women who will teach others, who will show others how to live a godly life. Older women who will teach the younger women. Younger women who will be examples for their own children. Our church is in famine. May God help you and me to be women who will indeed bring the church out of this famine. The Bershonibi will now take us further on this topic. Father, thank you Lord for the privilege to get into this series. Just speak that we your daughters might hear you clearly. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you for joining us on this broadcast. It's a privilege to have you on board. I just want to encourage you to share this broadcast with your loved ones. And I look forward to what the Lord will be doing with us throughout this series. It is a very short series, but whether short or long, it is my prayer that the Lord will engage your heart. This time we are looking at the series tagged Sisters Gone Wide. We ran a series in the past tagged Sisterhood. And this time again we are tackling two sisters also, just as we did during the Sisterhood series. So we'll be looking at two women that we might be able to glean to learn from their lives. I so much cherish the word of God. I think for me, my source of inspiration, of enjoyment, just name everything, comes from the Word of God. I love studying it. I love memorizing it. I love listening to it. I love hearing other people interpreting it. I love God's Word. Amen. So it is my prayer that we'll be able to share thoughts together throughout this series. Remember, you can listen to our broadcast on our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk or you can download our app, Women in Revival app on Google Play and you can subscribe to our broadcast. We get it automatically. Or actually, the moment you download our app, then you have access to the broadcast. And you can also listen to us on Podbean. If you download Podbean on Google Play or App Store, just search for Women in Revival. And there are many, many other podcasting platforms that you can get us. It is my prayer that whatever platform you are, just search for Women in Revival. Who knows? You might be able to link up with us. And do remember that if there's any need for prayer, for question, follow-up, feedback, do feel free to contact us. Amen. So welcome to this series, Sisters Gone Wide.
it is my prayer that the Lord will challenge, encourage, and equip your heart as we share a few thoughts together. Today, I am taking the topic Sisters in Farming. So, under Sisters Gone Wide, let us consider Sisters in Farming. We will be focusing our hearts throughout this series on the book of 2 Kings, chapter 6, verses 24 to 29. I am praying that as we glean together from the story that is penned down on this page of the Bible, you and I will find hope, we find encouragement, we find discipline from God's word. Amen. So let us look at sisters in famine. Um, I think I should first go through the book of 2 Kings chapter 6 verses 24 to 29. Then we come back and see what the Lord will share with us on sisters in famine. I read 2 Kings chapter 6 verses 24 to 29. Do grab your Bible. Let us read together. And it came to pass after this that Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, gathered all his hosts and went up and besieged Samaria. And there was a great famine in Samaria. And behold, they besieged it until an ass's head was sold for fourscore pieces of silver and the fourth part of a cub of dove's dung for five pieces of silver. And as the king of Israel was passing by upon the wall, there cried a woman unto him, saying, Help, my lord, O king. And he said, If the Lord do not help thee, when shall I help thee? Out of the barn floor or out of the winepress? And the king said unto her, What a lady? And she answered, This woman said unto me, Give thy son that we may eat him today, and we will eat my son tomorrow. 29. So we boiled my son, and did eat him, and I said unto her on the next day, Give thy son, that we may eat him, and she hath hid her son. I think we should actually read verse 30, and it says, And it came to pass, when the king heard the words of the woman, that he rent his clothes, and he passed by upon the wall. And the people looked, and behold, he had sackcloth within upon his flesh. May the Lord bless this word, even as we meditate on it together. So we are considering sisters in famine. From the scripture that we read, we saw that the Bible says it came to pass that the king of Syria, Ben-Hadad, gathered all his hosts. And he went up and besieged Samaria. So, having besieged Samaria, the result of the besieging of Samaria was the great famine. Or I should say, the cause of the famine that came upon the city of Samaria was because King Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, besieged the land. So there was a great famine. Not just that there was famine, but the famine was great. So these two sisters that we are considering in this short series lived in Samaria. And they lived at a time when the king of Syria besieged their land. When the king of Syria besieged their city. 
and because of that there was famine in their city and you know this story is reminding me of um the wise woman of abel Maka in second samuel chapter 20 you know at a time when her city also was besieged her city would have been brought down yet this woman acted as a wise woman so from this scripture that we are looking at now in this second kings chapter 6 verses 24 to 29 we are told that the king of syria besieged samaria and because of that action came forth a great famine and these two women these two sisters lived in samaria and then we are told that the famine was so great the famine in that land was so great in verse 25 the bible says and there was a great famine in samaria and behold they besieged it until an ass head was sold for fourscore pieces of silver and so on and so forth so the famine was so great that even the head of an ass was quite expensive so it was as if due to the besieging of the city there was famine there was scarcity and because there was scarcity things were expensive just as you know when there is a high demand and there is little supply the probability to have inflation will be quite possible so there was a great demand yet there was little or no supply therefore even the little that was available at that time was very expensive so such was the environment such was the land such was the time that these two women lived in a time of famine and i believe this also describes our time we live in a time of famine there is the famine of godly women there is the famine of godly friends there is the famine of godly christians you see how I put it, godly Christians. Should we not be godly automatically as Christians? But unfortunately, it is not so. We have older women that are giving younger women ungodly counsel in the church. So just as famine befell even these two women in their time, so we also in our time, in our generation, lives in famine. There is the famine of godliness in many of our nations. Our government are introducing laws, rules, and regulations that contradict the word of God. Many denominations we are promoting and supporting ideas that are contrary to the holy writ. Are we not in famine? Some of our children are being taught lifestyles that are contrary to the word of God. Some of our children in nursery are being told you can actually have the body of a girl and yet be a boy within. There is a famine in the land. So for these women, the famine that affected them was the famine of what to eat. It was a famine of food. And as we come back later on, we will see what became of these women because of the famine that face their time.
God's plan for womanhood right from the beginning in Genesis chapter 3 verse 15 even after the fall was that the woman will bring forth offspring that will bruise the head of the serpent. God's intention for your womanhood is to bring forth offspring is that whatsoever comes out of your life, your speech, your action, your ministry, your children, whatsoever must be contributing to the advancement of God's kingdom and the destruction of the kingdom of darkness. That was God's plan. Whether we find ourselves in famine, whether we find ourselves in plenty, the goal of God for womanhood is to cooperate with the will of God to see the enemy dethroned wherever he seems to be enthroned. And it is my prayer that whatsoever famine is challenging your life presently, maybe it is in your matrimony, maybe it is with your health, maybe it is with your children, may the Lord reinstate his plan, his purpose for the female gender, even unto your heart. May the Lord give you a deeper understanding of what it means to be a woman at such a time as ours, at such a time when there is a great famine. Amen. This is Rory Revival Podcast. Today we are continuing the series called Sisters God World. Our topic for today is a cry of a sister in the famine. Last time we saw a sister who is in famine and how in even in our generation the whole world is in famine of godly women. Today we'll be focusing on how we should cry out to the Lord, who we should cry out to. In our scripture for today we see this woman who was in famine, the first person she went to was her earthly king. She did not go to the heavenly father who could fill all of her needs, all of her wants. This led her earthly king to say that if God cannot help you, how can I help you? May you as a woman who follows the Lord in your time of famine, maybe famine in your church, maybe famine in your own family life, May God help you that you will go straight to him. You will not go to family, you will not go to friends, you will not go to anybody else. No, you will go straight to God. May God help you. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this topic. Thank you once again, Heavenly Father. Thank you for the gift of womanhood. Thank you for the opportunity to be a woman. Thank you for all my sisters. Some are going through very, very difficult circumstances. And their womanhood is being challenged. Some are actually fed up of being women. But Lord, even as we go through this series, equip our hearts. Thank you, Lord. Make us irons that sharpens one another. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you once again for still taking the time to join us on this series, Sisters Gone Wild. It is my prayer that the Lord will speak to your heart 
and you know bring you to the understanding of his will and his purpose for your womanhood we started this series yesterday and you can go back to our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk to listen to maybe yesterday's episode if you have missed it and then there will be other series also for you to listen to you can invite in a friend you can run a class you can listen to it with a group and discuss and charge one another's heart it is my prayer personally that the lord will raise sisters two sisters here three sisters here who will arise to promote the gospel you know sometimes when you hear of great things that have happened in the past be it negative or positive they actually started just by one woman finding another woman is it a feminist movement this happened as betty Friedan arose and gathered just few women who came together you know at their reunion meeting and you know from there something kick-started even though the effect was not palatable yet what i am bringing out is that when god finds just two women three women that are willing to share hearts together that could be the beginning of something spectacular so it is my prayer that you will look for a sister to listen to charge one another's heart together you can contact us on our website go on our website and our contact us page email us info at oakofrighteousness.co.uk or text us chat us give us a call whatsapp us on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five amen and do feel free to join us on some of our bible classes you can actually join us from wherever you are in the world even if it means studying with you alone it will be a wonderful privilege for us to interact live together amen all you need is an internet connection and we'll be able to fellowship together so today let us go on as we continue this series sisters gone wild today we are considering the cry of a sister in famine the cry of a sister in famine remember yesterday we saw that there were two sisters who lived in the city of samaria and at such time the city of samaria was besieged and the city was experiencing a great famine definitely looking at the situation on ground at that time the famine was not a famine of a day a week or two weeks it must have been a prolonged famine to the point that there was scarcity there was inflation life was quite difficult for those people who lived in samaria at that time because the king of syria has laid a siege against samaria and we also live at such a time when the king of this world has laid all sorts of siege against the people of god laws are introduced in various nations in various countries of the earth that counteract the word of god many of our sisters in the third world country in asia in africa are being besieged many are being mutilated many are being killed many are being persecuted for their faith 
many of our sisters have become widows because of their faith. Many of our sisters are besieged. They are locked up even in prison for their faith. So even in our time, we are the King ben Haddad that is seeking to besiege even the people of God at such a time as ours. So today, let us go on and see what the Lord will share with us. The cry of a sister in famine. So let us read 2 Kings again, chapter 6 and verses 26 and 27. And as the king of Israel was passing by upon the wall, there cried a woman unto him, saying, Help my lord, O king. And he said, If the lord do not help thee, whence shall I help thee? Out of the bound floor or out of the winepress? Amen. I pray the Lord grant us understanding of these two verses that we have read. I love King James. I have been following us throughout this series from King James Version. But whatever version you are joining us with, it is my prayer that you gain a deeper understanding. The cry of a sister in famine. So we saw that at this junction in this woman's life, there was famine in the land. There was famine in Samaria. The city of Samaria was besieged. The head of an ass was sold for fosco. The fourth part of a cab of dove's dung was five pieces of silver. So there was scarcity. There was high demand. There was little supply. There was inflation. And immediately we are introduced to this woman whom I call Rose. So we are introduced to Rose who cried out in the time of famine. We will come and see when we come later on the reason for her cry. So she cried out. The Bible says that the king of Israel was passing by upon the wall. So as at the time when the city of Samaria was besieged, the king of Israel was passing by. He seems helpless. He could not help himself, not to talk of help the people. And this woman turned to him and said, Help me, O king. Help my lord, my king, help. And the king said, Look, woman, I can't help you. If God do not help you, who am I to help you? Where do I get help from to help you? Is it from the barn floor? Is it from the wine press? And this kind of reminds me of Psalms 121 that says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. It's as if the king was saying, Take your eyes off me. Turn your eyes on Jesus. But for this woman, in a time of famine, at a time when there was scarcity, when there was inflation, she looked to an earthly king. She cried out to an earthly king. Woman, what famine is facing your life? Who are you crying to? What type of friend are you making at this time? Who are your counselor? What is happening in your matrimony? Has your marriage gone sour? Have you seek godly counsel? Have you seek for godly wisdom? Who 
are you seeking to help you? So for this woman, she cried out to the king. And unfortunately, the king says, I can't help you. There is nothing to help you with from the burnt floor. There is nothing to help you with from the wine press. And beloved, maybe you have sought wisdom from people and the wisdom of humans have failed you. Maybe you have been introduced to a group of women who have advised you contrary to God's word. God says, look up. Look up. Maybe you also have got into a wide relationship with another woman. Maybe your marriage is suffering. God says, the arm of flesh will fail. It is high time you look up to God where your help will come from. The cry of this woman who lives in Samaria at such a time when there was famine was a cry to a man who could not help himself, not to talk of help her. And I am praying that you will not seek for yourself sisters that cannot hold waters, helpers that cannot help themselves, nor help you. It is my prayer that you will seek godly sisters who will give you counsel from the cross. Amen. This is Roman and Revival Podcast. Today, we are finishing a series called Sisters Gone Wild. Our topic for today is Sisters Gone Wild. We've been going through Second Kings. I've been seeing the story of this woman who gave up her son. She said that he could die so that she would be able to eat. In this time of devastation, no food, many others had died. She decided that her son was worth nothing to her. When she killed her son, she did not feel any remorse or pain. The child to whom she had given birth to, no, she had no affection for this child. The pain she had gone through in childbirth, taking care of this child, she did not feel this. Instead, she decided that her son was less important. This is a challenge for us as women. Have you decided that your child is less important than yourself? Have you decided that work is more important than your husband, than your daily cares? Have you decided that money is more important? Have you gone with another man and decided that your husband is not good enough? Have you gone wild? Let us learn from this woman. Let us not become wild women. Let us become women for God's glory. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this matter. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus. We just praise your name, Lord, even as we finish this series today. Cap it up, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so, so much for joining us throughout this short series. It is my prayer that the Lord expand it to you beyond what I can express. If you want to contact us, do feel free to contact us on plus four four seven nine four four. 3984415
and you can also visit us on our website www.okofrighteousness.co.uk you can download our app on google play search for women in revival and just feel free to contact us if you want to connect with us you want to join our bible class you have something you want to share with us do feel free to email us whatsapp us give us a call on our number or email us on info at oakofrighteousness.co.uk amen so as we round up sisters gone wild today it is my prayer that the lord will cap it up indeed for us we started as we looked at this second kings chapter 6 verses 24 to 29 and i was saying to that right from the very beginning god intended our offsprings our children whatsoever comes forth out of our lives our contribution to bring forth an end to the activities of the devil in our time yes our generation is in dire need yes our nations even our churches is in dire need yet god says i am seeking for that woman who have a deeper understanding of what our womanhood entails and what she ought to do with our womanhood when i begin to find such women and they begin to multiply then the plan and the purpose of god for our time will be established so last time we looked at the cry of a sister in famine so let us go today as we finish this broadcast and look at our team for this series itself sisters gone wild at a time when there was famine in samaria at a time when king ben haddad the king of syria has besieged even the city of samaria at a time when people could not go out nor come in when they could not trade with the outer world and the outer world could not trade with them at a time when their source of liveliness seems to be dying gradually at a time when the economy of samaria was dwindling at a time when human resources was failing at a time when people have traded even what they had for what they did not have and people have become improvised let us see the life of two sisters whose lives has gone a wired whose life went wild so let us go back to second kings chapter 6 and this time we read verse 28 and 29 and it reads and the king said unto her what a lady and she answered this woman said unto me give thy son that we may eat him today and we will eat my son tomorrow 29 so we boiled my son and did eat him and i said unto her on the next day give thy son that we may eat him and she had eat her son i think i should read verse 30 and it came to pass when the king heard the words of the woman that he rent his clothes and he passed by upon the wall and the people looked and behold he had sackcloth within upon his flesh this is the word of the lord thanks be to god so what is it that the lord wants to share with us as we consider 
our last episode of this series, Sisters Gone Wild. So we are looking today at Sisters Gone Wild. The action of the woman in this scripture caused even the king to be speechless. He tore his clothes. So let us see what was happening. So at a time when there was famine in the land, at a time when there was scarcity, at a time when there was a siege against Samaria. You know when you are desperate, when you are in a time of need, you are just looking for the way out. So such was the situation that probably faced this woman. I don't know who her husband was. We are not sure whether she was a single woman or whether she was a married woman. But something is certain, she had a son. So she came into a relationship with this woman, this wild woman. And I believe also that she herself, Rose, my friend, in this scripture, was also a wild woman. A woman who do not learn to go to the Lord in a time of need. A woman who do not know how to take a personal need before God. A woman who is running our race the way the general public was running theirs. So a woman approached her and said to her, Look, bring your son. Let us eat him. This is cannibalism for goodness sake. Eat your own son and let us see what she said. She said, and we will eat my son tomorrow. Verse 29. So, wow. Because this other woman said to me, let us eat your son today. The famine in our land is so severe that there is no hope of something to eat. So instead of nursing and raising and keeping our offspring, instead of raising our children to take up the baton of godliness from us, let us sit now and kill these future leaders. Let us sit now and slaughter our children. Let us boil these children and eat. Such was the conversation that was going on between these two women. If we don't kill them, she said, look, after all, hunger will kill them. We have nothing to offer them. Do you remember so, so, so family? Their children have all died anyway. And the parents also are gone because there is nothing to eat. Such may have been the conversation that was going on between the two women. He said, bring your son. We will eat yours today and we eat mine tomorrow. So at a time of severe famine, a friend came the way of this woman and introduced her into cannibalism. She said, so we boiled my son and did eat him. Wow. Wow. What type of a mother is this? It seems to me that she has forgotten nine months of carrying her son in her, in her womb. She has forgotten her money sicknesses. She has forgotten the pain she went through. She has forgotten, you know, the heartburn she suffered. She has forgotten the vomiting here, vomiting there. It seemed to me that she has forgotten the day of labor, how she traveled to bring forth that son. When famine happens, it seems many, many, many women forget the past, forget the faithfulness of God in time gone by. So she said, 
we boiled my son wow this woman must be very very heartless i think for me the famine in the land at that time was to show us the real picture of who this woman was she was a woman who wasn't working according to god's will she was a woman who was living but had no clue of god's will for her child she was a woman who do not have the blueprint of god's plan of god's purpose for womanhood and acid so she took her son and she buried him a woman that was raising her children with no vision so when another woman came and introduced sin to her and introduced wickedness to her she embraced it even when that meant the slaughtering of her own son and you know i am asking how did this happen we boiled him and we did eat him wow could it be that you put a knife on the boy and you killed him how did it happen this is inhuman it should never be heard of that a mother will take her son and say and we buried him wow it's doing me somehow looking at it so she allowed her son to be killed to be buried and she was there there is nothing that arises within her for the son of her womb nothing cry out nothing bothers her wow what famine can turn women into and she said look we've eaten mine and now i have come to this woman to say let us eat yours give me your son so that we may eat him and she hid her son wow i think for me my focus in this series is this woman who gave her son up to be eaten it's as if for me this is what she's been doing underground so sisters gone wide sisters who have traded their hearts of compassion for callousness sisters who have traded staying at home to raise their children for the lord sisters who have traded the laboring over their children the laboring together with their husband for money sisters who have forgotten the will the purpose of god for their womanhood she ate her son and she came and said now bring out yours let us eat it wow here is a sister who has gone wide and unfortunately this is the state of many women in the church that career that you've just taken up recently at whose counsel was it that trip that you have been taking regularly without your husband's consent whose counsel was it that relationship with a strange man who is not your husband at whose counsel was it sisters have gone wild in the church we have engaged in things that should never be heard of believers sisters have gone wide in the body of christ just as we are seeing concerning this woman who took her very son who killed her very son who buried her very son who wants to eat up another woman's son 
to the point that the king could actually not respond to what she said. The king rent our clothes. What women are practicing in the church of today is heartbreaking. It's disheartening. Woman, have you not gone wide? In your thinking, have you not gone wide? In your dressing, have you not gone wide? Why is it now that in many of our churches, women will seem to come to church to expose half of our bodies and many men in our churches are struggling? Sister, have you not gone wide in your pursuit? Have you not gone wide in your thoughts? In the way you undo media, have you not gone wide? How many hours do you spend on social media? How many hours do you spend watching television? Have you not gone wide? What type of magazine have you been reading recently? Have you not gone wide? Have you not put aside the reading of the Holy Scriptures and be reading magazines? that do not edify you have you not gone wide woman yes there is famine in your life there is famine in the land there is famine amongst all the female folk but god says you need a godly woman who will counsel you who will put you through you need not another woman who will encourage you in a lifestyle that is contrary to my will and my purpose for your life. God says, daughter, you are precious. I have a plan for your life. It is my desire. It is my will. It is my goal to see everything that come out of your life. Destroy the devil and not the devil destroying you. It is not my will to see yourself armed. It is not my will to see you abused day and night. It is not my will to see you continue in the lifestyle that you are continuing. It is not my will to leave you in addiction. It is my will to bring you out. It is my will to see this famine in your life come to an end. For by the time you will enter into chapter 7 of the second kings do you know there was surplus woman there may be a need in your life today but that is not the end of your life don't go wide don't make wide friends don't let your lifestyle become the opposite in proverbs chapter 9 verses 13 to 14 and 16 to 18 we read a foolish woman is clamorous she is simple and knoweth nothing. For she seated at the door of her house on a seat in the high places of the city. Whoso is simple, let him turn in hither. And as for him that wanted understanding, she saith to him, Tolling waters are sweet, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. But he knoweth not that the dead are there, and that our guests are in the depths of hell. Woman, don't go in the path of a foolish woman. A foolish woman, we are told, is clamorous. She is simple. She knows nothing. May you be a wise woman who choose friends wisely. 
may you choose women who will stand by you who will help you maybe you are going through emotional challenge maybe there is trouble in your matrimony seek godly women seek godly counsel don't go after women who have gone wide who have gone against god's word seek for wise women it is god's plan for you that you be as a fruitful vine and your children be like olive plants around your table may you be a woman who plants your life into god's will into god's purpose may you be a woman that is tamed by god's word and not a woman that have become wise. we live in a time where many sisters in the church have gone wild may the lord establish you and bring you even his plenty at his own time woman weeping may endure for the night i want you to know joy is coming in the morning therefore go not wild amen <music>